Passionate DJ Podcast, where it's all about becoming a better DJ through passion and purpose. And now, your host, David Michael. What's up, everybody? This is the Passionate DJ Podcast. I'm your host, David Michael, and I'm here with the whole crew who just got done record shopping. Yes, we did. We just just got back from the Dayton Record Fair. And I smell like mothballs. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that smell was? (laughs) Just an old, dusty record smell. Old, dusty record smell. That is a thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. something that... uh, a sense that some of the younger cats won't, won't understand. Right. Yeah, we so need like a record shop. Yeah. Smell-o-vision so we can like <laughs> pass along. It's like a slightly... A sniff, they, but they probably don't know about that either. <laughs> right. Slightly musty, a little bit like you can tell that they've been sitting in a cardboard box for a little too long right. in someone's basement. I think yeah. dank yeah. is a good adjective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Overall, I have to say, though, there was uh, quite a pretty good selection there of like really, I mean, pristine... Oh yeah, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. I was actually really surprised at how many sealed uh, albums there were. Yeah, 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 quite a few and some rarities and yeah, I, expensive I, stuff. I had to yeah. keep my hands in my pocket because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Gina and I were on our way down to meet you guys, and on the way she even said, "Are you going to buy anything?" And I said, uh, "I said it depends." I said, "If I find you know." Somebody with a decent, you know, uh, collection of hooge or platypus or something oh, like yeah. that, then I don't know that I could contain myself, especially if there's a copy of Jark Prongos uh, moving through your system. <laughs> I got both one and two of that one, buddy. <laughs> like, I, I th- uh, you know, yeah, name your price. $25, $30, $35? Yeah, yeah, it's yours. Um, but uh, well, it, but when, I, when we were on our way down and I said, but... I, I told her, I said, I have a really hard time justifying buying more records when I've got a all of the, full yeah, of records. I bought a, that lot of, yeah. you know, yeah. a couple thousand records that I've mentioned on the podcast before that I think I've only gotten through about half of it. So, like, if I buy more, what if I've already got it downstairs? <laughs> you should have had your own table, man. <laughs> well, that's what right. I told him. Yeah, that's what Mo said. I told him if, I, I'd, take, I'd help him out. If, if you still have all those records next wait, is Gina listening? <laughs> if you still have all those records next year, right. let's work on that we'll collaborate we'll yeah. put our own little passionate dj table there together you go. there yeah. you go i was so. surprised on the attendance there was a lot of people in there. it was a lot, lot of people yeah. well yeah. but just the number of vendors that were in there i yep. I, I, didn't, I don't know what kind of picture i had but it wasn't that right right i didn't think there were gonna be that many people yeah, yeah. ditto yeah yeah and um, the, the location itself was actually pretty cool i'd never been there before and oh yeah the, I that that I place tony is... throw some through a couple joints there Dude, yeah we'll, one in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back around to to yellow cab too because i'm sure we'll we'll want to touch on that but before we uh, mo and i did not keep our hands in our pockets we were <laughs> rifling through everything and came out with a few things so what we're going to end up, have them in other people's pockets right right <laughs> so what we're going to end up doing is uh playing some of our finds and just kind of chatting about it and chatting about the record fair and crate digging in general and should be kind of fun before we get too far into that though Mr. Tony DeSero has been a busy bee oh. over here. Oh, oh boy. So Very we much. a couple episodes ago you said save the date. Mhm. In April. Yes. What's the big announcement? My 43rd birthday. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been the Fashion DJ podcast. Yes. We'll see you now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
more importantly than that, or in it especially enhanced because of that, is um, because we booked Sasha for Dayton, Ohio. Booked Sasha. Yes, yes, that Sasha. This is a big freaking deal, man. Yeah, absolutely. And this is major. I mean, we've talked about Sasha on here, I mean, how many times? I mean, uh, almost any time we talk about where your roots in electronic dance music come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, that Sasha and Digweed are at the top of that. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So, th- but your this is your birthday, though. It does yeah. happen to be. I, I'm just amazed that, it, that you were able to work that out because it's not, I mean, you don't get the the pick of dates when you when you book somebody like Sasha. Like, hey, give me yeah. uh, April 8th. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's really what you believe. If you any higher power, any stars aligned, it couldn't have worked out any better. Um, we were going to do a show on April 1st, and um, the club wasn't available. And this year, I, I told myself I didn't want to throw a show on my birthday. I did not want to work on my birthday this year. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so... We found out the club wasn't available, and I went back to the agent, and I said, you know, we moved our date to April 8th. Who do you have available on April 8th? And they came back to me with one name, and it was Sasha. <laughs> and my jaw Is hit the all? ground, you know. And Are you sure you don't have anybody else? Excuse <laughs> me. Not to mention, I didn't even know this agent represented Sasha. Wow. wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's like some stars lining up. It, a hundred percent. Yeah, and, and I was just, I was completely mind blown. Were you that, silent for a second when he said that? I mean, like how? It, it was an email. Okay. It, it came through in an email, and um, I I saw the name, and I was just like, whoa. whoa! But then she, you know, she threw a price, and she said, you know, the the price range needs to be between this and this ballpark yeah. for him to even look at the offer, or think about it, <clears throat> and I said. No problem, because I believed in in the name so much. Yeah. Right you now, right. We talked about it, and uh, and holy shit, you know. <laughs> it, sorry, it um, <clears throat> you know, it, it took it, it took a few weeks, um, going back and forth because it, it obviously it goes to the agent, agent goes, yeah. comes back to us. We make the offer, they take that offer, and they propose it to management, and management, you know looks over it and says yay or nay and tons and tons and tons of moving parts. Um, so I, I got the initial email with the name and, you know, the roundabout price. And I said, absolutely, 100%, let's do this. Put the offer in, you know, three, couple weeks went by and um, came back and said confirmed. And David, you know. And you it was know, like a bomb went off. It, it was. It was. I. I literally was in tears for probably thirty or forty minutes. Like I yeah. literally cried. Yeah. You know, it meant that much to me. I Absolutely. Just, I mean, not only as an artist but as a promoter too. This is like significant. That's the reason why I fell in love with electronic yeah. music. You know, I had been to raves and things like that and saw and heard you know, different genres, but really wasn't for sure what style that I really liked. And I didn't really gravitate towards any specific one until Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and the few times that I got to see Sasha, I opened up for him. Well, I wasn't direct support, but I played a show with him in 2000 in Cincinnati and saw him several times. And, you know, they were in the bigger cities. It was Cincinnati and Columbus. And, for him to even pick this market 
on my birthday, mm. you know, not saying that he knows it's my birthday right. by any means. Um, it, it's, it's, it's magical, you know. It's going to be a hell of a night, man. I'm, I'm super excited for, for all of us. Yeah, yeah for sure. 100%. I mean, thank you so much for squaring that away. Absolutely. Yeah, no you know, it's, it, again, it's not just me. There was tons of moving parts to it. Yeah. Um, just, just tons. And just do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor and do yourself a favor. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is that you need to do, but delegate some things out. Tell mm -hmm. Billy that it's Billy's show to run that night. Yeah. Something. <laughs> it's your because it's, it's your birthday. birthday. <laughs> this is only going to happen once. Absolutely. This is only going to happen once. So I don't care how many people you got to lean on. Get, get, I, I do whatever it takes. You have to enjoy this. Absolutely. I will. Yeah. You know, to if you if you guys look at his schedule, he plays Ultra, and then after Ultra Weekend, the Friday, April seventh, he plays New York City, mm -hmm. Dayton, Ohio, Saturday, and then Coachella. <laughs> yeah. So anybody looking Boom. at that schedule yeah. is like, what Dayton? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that is to say, this is a big deal, right? Yeah, for him to show huge. up here, absolutely. And, and so I mean. Yeah, you know we we talk a lot about Dayton because we have you know a lot of perspective to offer other small markets and right. and, and stuff like that. This is a big enough deal where a decent amount of our listenership might be willing to come out to this show mm -hmm. and travel for this. Um, if you want to, it, uh, you know, if you're a listener and you're outside of Ohio or you know you'd be traveling in and you're actually interested in coming to this show and supporting Three Dimensional and meeting all of us and hanging right. and everything. Um, shoot an email to Tony at passionatedj.com and he can help you get a deal on accommodations, right? Because yeah, you guys are working to. a deal with Crown Plaza, With the Crown Plaza. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there's... To. This, 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 they're going to pack the place out. Right. I mean, this, and this just for reference deal. for our listeners outside of the country, for him to go from, what, my, is it Miami? Mm -hmm. Yeah, From Miami. Miami to... New York. To New York. To Dayton. To Dayton. To Coachella, which is in California. California, mm -hmm. yep. Uh, it's a lot of travel. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't know how to put it in perspective, you know, for those overseas. But take a look at a map mm -hmm. to get an idea of, of how fortunate we are to to get that show on that night in between, sandwiched in between those two days. Yeah, because typically the only place that would get uh, uh, that show would be like your Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. 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 You know, maybe St. Louis or, or, you know, one of the, the, the bigger cities somewhere in the Midwest to West. Yeah, I think he plays what the mid occasionally in he Chicago. Play, yeah. He plays the mid in yeah, Chicago yeah. and mm -hmm. that's yeah. about as close as he comes to here. Right. And that's about five hours away for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, a lot of, um, another couple moving parts is the club itself. Right. Um, club mask, which has a full function one sound system. Um, you know, when I sent over the tech sheet and, you know, I can't even tell you how many Mac, Mackie two fifties, you know, moving heads, cryo system, you know, the worth of this club, the light show, the sound system and the people that we brought previous into the club. I was going to ask, I mean, I, I think I see where you're going with this. Did you have to kind of convince the agent that it was okay to bring Sasha to little old Dayton, Ohio. Well, the agent, <laughs> uh, it's the same agent that we booked Josh Wink through mm. and the same, so that doesn't hurt. No, not we at all. And, and not even <laughs> the same agent, but the same company as green velvet 
as mm, well. Right. Nice. Um, so we already kind of have a reputation with them. We have our recap videos. Um, you know, we have Green Velvet. We have all the guys that we've already booked going back to the agencies and telling them the good time that they had, the, um, you know, the way the crowd was, the sound system. And, like, and I'm sure mm. the, the artists themselves probably talked to each other because I don't know if I mentioned this before, but when Stanton Warriors were in town mm-hmm. and when I was behind the booth and Dom walked up, and it was really cool because he just sort of like panned and looked around and got that like a smirk on his face and just got this really like cool nod. And I was like, oh, shit, it's about to go down. And I it's was like, been approved. And I tapped my wife on the shoulder. I was like, baby, did you see that? Did you see that? And she was like, yeah, she got excited, too. Yeah, so. these, these guys really don't know what to think when they, you know, they come into these into these tour dates or they show up at the club and. Dayton, Ohio, you know, that you can hear all about it and hear all about it. But until you actually walk in to the place, you, it, it's you just. Well, we're going to keep on uh, talking about this over the next month, month and a half and, okay. and picking your brain on how this is going, if you don't right. mind, because no, I mean, this, this is a big deal. And this would be a cool thing to kind of for our listeners to follow in along with. I'm and, glad and, we can and, make this happen for our um, city. Another thing I think it's important to mention, especially if somebody, you know, that listens to us that's not within, you know, our immediate vicinity, but is seriously considering it. Sasha's not the only name on that yes. on that flyer. I mean, you right. booked two major tour things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I um, when I first went to uh, talk with Sasha's agent. The tour wasn't even planned for downstairs. We we knew we wanted to do both floors, but the first floor became available. And then again, it's something else that even aligned for us, right. you know. So the downstairs, we wanted to make it something for a different demographic. Mm-hmm. And when I approached Sasha's agent about it, you know, they were they asked me if it would affect his gig. And, you know, I told him, I said, absolutely not. It's a complete different demographic, right. you know, blah, 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 blah. And... So we ended up, they okayed it. You know, we booked a tour for Downstairs, which is more of a um, bass-heavy style tour. Right. It's okay. it's called the We Out Here Tour. Um, and it's Helicopter Showdown, uh, Mantis, and Bomber. Oh, or okay. Bomber. How yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Trip. Because, I, I mean, yeah, I'm all excited about Sasha because that's like my hero. But we're, right. we're doing a serious disservice to, you know, half our audience. We don't bring up this. <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is a this right. is a double big deal show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I would venture to say, based on all of the, the, the top bill for both of those tours, for both flo- for both floors, I would say you're you're probably in line to sell that place out. I, I hope so. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. You're paying <laughs> you know? one cover to, to get into the whole To the whole venue, right? yeah, to both floors. That which going to be nuts. Yeah, right. which one thing that kind of does worry me in a sense about it is the younger generation not knowing about or Sasha. who Sasha is. Right, right. Therefore, they're not going to be patient. Right. They're, <laughs> As we've but said they're the going to be downstairs for the most part. Right, but right, right. it's the ticket price for them to come in to see the acts that they want to see. You know, but it's it's a, it's still a fairly decent price. Sure. And Sasha's going to have so much out of town pull that uh, I think you're you're mm-hmm. not going to have trouble finding those people who are there for Sasha to right. do what he does. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking I'm forward to it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. So, I am too. And so, if, so for those out there that are not, are not exactly sure what we're talking about, the way I described it to my wife, because she's not familiar, I kind of told her it was like, 
you know, someone who's rangy and timeless, who's had a lot of influence on a lot of people and uh, some names that I threw out that I, in different genres that would be similar, like Prince, Mm -hmm. Madonna, um, just someone who's iconic in their their particular lane. So, Mm. yeah, if you don't know um, who Sasha is, well, one, check him out. And two, that's the kind of level of talent that we're bringing here. I mean, icon, I think, is the word that comes to my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. He yeah. is. A lot of people don't know, but him and John Digweed were the first to tour an electronic dance music tour on a bus in the United States. Yeah. They were yeah. the first ones to do that. It was the Delta, Delta Heavy. Heavy tour, you know, um, and, and all of these tours that these kids are seeing today, these bass heavy tours, the Hardwells, the Avicis that see these big buses. Yeah. Sasha and Digweed were at the forefront of that whole thing. You know, they opened the door for that. <clears throat> yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's going to uh, be a crazy time. I, I can't even wait. I'm like, I can't even process that it's happening in Dayton right. <laughs> of all places. I can't either. Yeah, I, I just happened to be on my phone. Like, literally, it said three minutes ago when I saw the post from Three Dimensional. And I was mm-hmm. just sitting in my desk and I was like, well, I work in a hospital, you know, on a military installation. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my office, you know, I have an administrative assistant and all this stuff. And I'm just kind of sitting there. My door was open. Squeeze. No, I was like, oh. no, I just went, holy shit. <laughs> And my secretary, and the secretary runs, and she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Oh, I'll go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking sorry. you cut yourself I'm, or something." I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. And then, uh, I, and I immediately Mo's fired playing off. with scalpels again, <laughs> like trying to juggle. I immediately fired off to my wife what was going on, yeah, and, yeah. and that was just. Like, I I think eighty percent of the electronic dance music world was probably like that, yeah. and, I, and I, that's a, probably exaggeration, but. That's how exclusive Sasha is. Mm-hmm. You know, people looking at his events or other people seeing us put like I didn't. Really, I didn't show. tell anybody. You know, I told you know four or five people tops. You didn't even tell us, right? Right, right. <laughs> I, I, That's you know, how tight he kept and, his folks. And it was, it was to see everybody's reaction. You know. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. It's that. Yeah, it's that serious. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm super <clears throat> duper extra excited because, you know, in full disclosure, three dimensional, your company has, mm-hmm. has asked me to play at this yep. event. Your direct support. This, this is yeah, it's direct support. This is uh, it's going to be. I'm a little nervous, to be honest. I'm not I don't <laughs> that, usually get though. I don't usually get gig nerves, but <laughs> this is a big deal. I mean, if it's too much for you, I can do it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> for sure, um, for sure. But uh, no, thanks to, to you guys for, for giving the opportunity. Absolutely. You know, that's that's right up my wheelhouse, and I, I know right. that, that that's why, you know, that that's something I would be good at. And mm-hmm. so I'm, whew, it's a big 100%. deal, you know, and to, and to be part of that night is, is just extra cool. Yeah, you know? no doubt, no and doubt. I think uh, Matt Freeman, our friend, is, mm-hmm. is participating as well, and then you've got a, a whole handful of... Uh, Guys doing the downstairs thing too. I mean, yep. there's a strong local lineup, Phyllis Wayne and company. Yep, yep. So yeah, it's yep. it's gonna be fun, man. It's it, it is. We're, yeah, we're taking our shows to a whole other level with this one. Absolutely. <laughs> and the show is called Another Trip Around the Sun. How clever on your yeah. birthday. Well, I, you know, um, Chris Kaus, uh, him and I were sitting at the house and just hanging out, talking, and you know, I I, I thought. I don't know how it came to my head, but I, I just remember seeing that quote as a post for somebody's birthday, mm. you mm. know, 
um, congratulations on another trip around the sun or something like that. Ding! Oh, and, Light bulb. Yeah. And it wasn't I usually that day. say happy <laughs> vaginal expulsion day. Like. <laughs> and it wasn't that actual day. <laughs> it doesn't flow as well on the flyer, though. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the graphic design. Much, yeah, much yeah. different design. Oh, and that's, that's a whole nother... Um, uh, a whole nother... That's topic. also a bifold flyer. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, I'll be here all, all week. Hey. Yeah. Um, I'll grab my That's coat. another topic that we'll talk about in weeks to come, you know, if we're talking about the show a little more and, and the hoops I had to jump through mm-hmm. in order for that name to stick with the show, et sure. cetera, et cetera. Um, but, yeah, we're just sitting around and I'm just like, you know what, that'd, that'd be an actually cool name for the show. It, it is just, a cool name. Yeah, it, it made sense because you have Sasha that has Last Night on Earth, mm-hmm. you know? And if you think Last Night on Earth, it's almost a complete opposite, but same as another trip around the sun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love so it. I'm just like, wow, that kind of goes together. And, and I love that you're you're doing that. You've done this before with Three Dimensional where you're taking a particular event, and I don't know if this is an event or event series or if that's even determined yet, but you make it its own little mini brand mm-hmm. you know another trip mm-hmm. around the sun is its own thing mm-hmm. right. um you have yikes which you, your halloween party you do every year mm-hmm. uh, snowed in is another recurring you know series it's, it's cool to give it its own name but it still has headliners you right. know it's not just three-dimensional present sasha it's three-dimensional present sasha but here's a whole thing to encapsulate you know mm-hmm. the the story right. and right. it's it's fun man it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome i'm looking forward to it um, you guys want to play some records? Let's do yeah. that. Mo, what do you got? What what did you look for? What did you find? And why did you pick what you did? Let's, let's take um, one of your... <clears throat> so the first one... One of your gems here. Is a Bad Boy remix. Take that, take that. Take that, take that. Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. Oh, it's, classic. 12-inch. Uh, it's got one, uh, six different edits on there. Oh, wow. them, two of them being instrumental. I'm sorry, three of them being instrumental. Are they instrumental versions of the same tracks, or are they... Correct. Different? So uh, the, on one side, you have the club remix in the Easy Mo mix, and then you have gotcha. the radio. and then all, but, but on the back, one of the uh, instrumentals is a Nash Mac mix. Okay. Which haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But yeah. You know, who, who doesn't like some Craig Mack? I'm telling you, well, like, because you got to remember, like, Craig Mack was at the top of Bad Boy. Like, I mean, he was, I mean, he was it. And he was the first one, I think, kind of bring Bad Boy out. Right, right. And, you know, like 93, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, you know, so then Biggie, you know, when he came on, then, of course, he blew up and took over the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But. I mean, Craig Mack was the shining star at the moment, you know, when when Biggie was on his way up, you know, so, uh, you know, when Flavor in Your Ear dropped, I mean, that was the beat. Craig Mack was the man. He had the (laughs) rap. He had the rhyme. He had the charisma. He had the look. I mean, I mean, he was I mean, had the attitude and it was bad boy on the way up, you know, as well as the signature bad boy puffy jacket <laughs> <laughs> right 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 it was in the closet next to a shiny suit yes 
Now, take that, take that, take that. <laughs> now I got to tell you, I've already got it queued up to the remix that I want to play. Okay. Because so, I've got to tell you, like, every, if, if, if you haven't ever heard the original, I mean, go listen to the original because, I mean, Craig Mack is Craig Mack, and that's, I mean, the original. Very distinct voice. Yeah, and, and the original is, is, is shit hot. I mean, period. Yeah. But when this <clears throat> remix dropped, and we're, like I said, we're talking about the moment when Biggie is on his way up. And then uh, who else is on this thing? Buster Rhymes, yeah. LL Cool J. Like I mean, this. I mean, there's just uh, language th- warning, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> language warning. But you know, so like this whole like remix just has you yeah, know a whole like you know it's a murderer's road <laughs> of just bad boy artists right. at the time. This is the one that I have on my yeah. oh, oh. It's on a compilation album. Oh, love it. I don't think mine has Busta in it, though. No? Oh, really? Yeah, it must be like a shortened version. So, a quick note on Busta. As I'm looking through that same Crater Records, there's a um, LONS album, Leaders of the New School. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not knowing, and knowing my son, well, my oldest son, he was with me. And I pop out the album. I was like, do you know who that guy is there? And I'm pointing at him. And it's a young, probably like 21-year-old Busta, you know, pre-swole Busta. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, you know who that guy is? He's like, I recognize his face. And you know, I was like, dude, that's Busta Rhymes. He's like, he looks like half the size of Busta Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> he was. You know, he literally probably was at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, you know? no doubt. Oh, man. So, uh-oh. uh-oh. Maybe that's why it was... Oh, no, are we skipping? Get it, DJ. It's the remix. Here you go. <laughs> the remix to the remix. Right. <laughs> I got some groove glide around here somewhere. <laughs> Clean this sucker off. So, yeah, taking it back to our time with vinyl, that was one of the things you had to worry about was scratch records. Don't really have to worry about that with digital formats. Right, right. I have a confession to make. When I got, you know, we, I first took these records and I was like super excited, like my picks. I'm like, I can't wait to play these. And then I realized I can't play them because my needles are so trashed. Like they won't even grab the groove anymore. They're so bad. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, crap, I forgot. So I'm like all excited and I can't even play them. So I'm excited to be able to hear them here. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. So Record Fair, Dayton Record Fair was pretty cool. So it was at Dayton Yellow Cab building, or the old Yellow Cab as they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about the history of that Yellow Cab building, whoever wants to jump in, because I know that that's pretty... I'm going to leave that to Tony, because I had never heard of it until I played a 3DM show there. It's kind of a Dayton staple, isn't it? Yeah. At this point. Yeah, I don't know much about the history of the building. I don't either. I know a lot of people throw shows there. Um, They do, like, food truck rallies. Uh, so there's, there's like some smaller shows and things like that. And, um, they actually now have their full beer license. It used to literally, yeah. it was a distribution center, whatever you call it, for or a dispatch, dispatch center, center dispatch for taxis. For taxis. For taxis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like, it's just a series of garage doors and a big, you know, empty building, right. basically. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, it was, but it was kind of cool going inside. They didn't really do much as far as aesthetic work. 
because they still got like six roller doors up in the front. Right. Yeah. And then you can tell where like the back part where there's it's walled off and there's a like a little window where probably the dispatcher would shout out to hey you know go pick up this mrs jones on sixth street mm-hmm. and stuff like that did anybody else picture danny devito <laughs> while you were there like, in the little cage or did i just date myself <laughs> it was cool they filled the whole room actually a couple of big rooms yeah. filled it up with tables and it was i mean it was just row after row after row of lps and 45 yep a couple of djs going yeah, playing uh, vinyl yeah, we had yeah, Philly at, Phil was there. I think Etch Sketch was, Etch yeah, was, was there. playing earlier. Local, yep, yep. Local uh, Dayton hip hop staples. Yep, yep. So oh, a bit of there, a. Yeah, there he is. There he is. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to talk over Buster Rhymes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah, this verse is missing from mine. Oh, really? Really? Oh. Tragic. <laughs> I mean, you just can't help but like get sucked in by by Buster's. Oh, yeah, folks. If you're ever at a festival or something, and he happens to be on the bill, uh, carve out some time to go see him live. Yeah, for sure. He's his, the energy he brings is it's 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 awesome. Yeah. But a bit of a confession on why I bought this. So when I first got to this show, I was talking to Trip, and he had mentioned that he saw it. So, you know, I'm like, oh, Trip's my boy. You know, I'm gonna take care of him. So I went and I picked it up to give it to him. And he's like, I was like, he's like, so what'd you get? So then nope. I was like, um, I was like, oh, I, I got you that Bad Boy album. He's like, what? He's like, well, no, nah, dude, I, I might actually have it in that pile downstairs already. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, well, at least we'll both have it now if we need it. Uh-oh. Bummer, Mo. Skippity doo dah. Hopefully, it's it does, just that it, one remix. Well, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, and it, I mean, it was what three bucks. Three bucks, yeah. You know, so yeah, and it and it it does. I don't see any scratches, so it's probably just dirt. Yeah. Like I, I said, I do, I've got some groove glide around here. Somewhere. I do have it digitally, though. Mm. Yeah, but, but I have no idea. I was telling Trip, I have no idea where I got it from. What, the digital version? Yeah, like when I downloaded or where I bought it from, I just know that I have it. <laughs> because it was always there, <laughs> as it should at, have been. As Busta intended. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, I grabbed this record just because it was Gap Band. Ooh, but I am not familiar yeah. with, I don't think, any of the tracks on here, or at least any of the track titles. Maybe Jam the Mother is on here. Party Train. Mm. There we go. Now we're talking. I do, take it back. Do you know Party Train? Both the old schools yes. in the room at the yeah. same time are like, ooh. <laughs> do you know that one, Dave? You know yeah, yeah, I take it back. <laughs> no, y- y- y'all y'all um, look look up the video on YouTube. Boogaloo Shrimp's on there. You can play that, or here's the track list if you want to pick something else. Uh, I, I think our listeners deserve some Party Train. Party Train's good. Yeah. They didn't know. I was kind of hoping to find um, my favorite Gap Band track is uh, early in on me. No, early in the morning. morning. That's on the same as I believe as you dropped the bomb on me, isn't it? Same album. I yeah, I I think you're right. 
episode that um, if you've never seen the video and you've never lived in California, it was shot at a place called Venice Beach. And Venice Beach is the quote, California beach that you see on all the commercials where like, where they have the guys lifting weights and there's like the guy wearing a turban and there was a snake around his neck roller skating down the sidewalk. <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it's the California stereotypical beach. Yeah, it's on the same album. Nice. Yeah, so if you ever visit uh, Los Angeles, you got to go to Venice Beach on a Sunday because that's when that's when everything happens nice. on Sunday. I love the cowboy hats. Yeah, because <laughs> like, like these. Uh, these outfits are very indicative of like late seventies, you know, through mid eighties, kind of like you know, even the early hip hop guys, yeah. right, like right. Cool Herc and those guys wore yep. those some crazy funky right. outfits. But uh, Clinton, yeah. But then like, you know, the just the addition of the of the hats, yeah, yeah. kind of sets the whole thing off. A bit. So before now, I only had this on my Spotify playlist. So. <laughs> nice. 1983. Yeah, <laughs> my birth year. Yeah, it's like very Miami Vice on yeah, the back on the back really cover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this one sounds like it was in good shape still. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys have any particular method or approach when you're when you're crate digging? Is there <clears throat> it depends for me if it, if there's um if there's a record player available for me to preview well then that's a whole other level because that like if I can sit and and listen then and just kind of you know browse then it's a whole like um I hit blues I hit funk I'll hit some jazz um and anything that's like kind of like for lack of a better term ethnic I suppose mm-hmm. like like I really try to find like um, anything that has like kind of tribally drum beats so mm-hmm. things that come out of like the Caribbean or Africa or Asia you know <clears throat> stuff like like or Pacific Rim Islands you know like like one of the one of the craziest uh, things that I ever got um, there's a book on my bookshelf there called soundscapes mm-hmm. and that was actually a book that I had for college and it came with a CD that had a bunch of like stuff on there and there's like some uh, 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 Balinese gamelan you know like samples on there <laughs> and like you know but it, I mean it's a clean file and I mean they really like you know processed it really well well I was able to like kind of well <laughs> hope you're not listening um, but you know I was able to like really chop that up and like you know, turn it into individual hits and like nice. kind of like load it up into nice. like an Ableton sampler or whatever, and then be able to play with it a little bit and came up with some really neat soundscapes out of it. Like, cool. Um, so when I go record shopping, you know, those are the types of things that I kind of look for. But that's also a dangerous thing to shop to shop for if you don't have a way of previewing it. Yeah. So like, unless I like when I shop for blues, you know, I know you know, which blues artists I like, like my, my favorite of all time is RL Burnside, you know? So like anytime I see an RL, uh, uh, record, then I'm all like, Ooh, how much cash I got. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But, um, 
you know, but other than that, you know, a lot of times it, it is, you end up crate digging and if, you, if you're coming across stuff that you don't know or have never heard of, I'm not very likely to buy it, even if it might be <clears throat> perfect for the type of stuff that I'm looking to rip into samples. I mean, when you, when you first approach, do you, do you guys look for bright colors, pretty art, names you recognize, anything that stands out to you guys? Name recognition for me. Name. Like today... Yeah. I was looking for one specific artist and couldn't find anything in there, and that was Zap albums. I was looking for yeah, Zap albums yeah. and couldn't find. Didn't see any. Didn't see any. Wow. I didn't either. I don't think. Which was weird because I mean, you know, given yeah, uh, our Dayton, location. Yeah, uh, I imagine you either find a lot or none at all. There's probably no middle ground. Right. Right. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, because I, I mean, there was there was uh, slave and um, there Ohio was, players. Yeah, Ohio players. Yep. Here's slave. You want to throw <laughs> right, that on? Right. <laughs> Here we go. Which one is this? Uh, the concept. All right. I don't know the the record, but um, I found Dayton Funk and bought it. So oh, right, right. Uh, there's Slave, and then I also have two Ohio Players records over here. Mm-hmm. Now, usually on the the crate digging, um, for me. Because I'm always looking for I'm looking for a couple of very specific things and their their rarities wherever I'm shopping. So, for instance, you know I'm pretty much only interested in either electronic dance stuff or funk or hip hop. Hip hop and funk are much more likely for me to find in the places that I shop. Right. Um, and so I I tend to skim. Yeah. Checking out the horn section. Um, I tend to skim, so I'll because I I try to get a feel for if there are. I know I'm not going to find every gem every time I go record shopping, or I would do nothing but look at records. Right, right. So I'll flip through, you know, f- five or ten at a time, and just skim through and see because a lot of times they'll be grouped together. Right, you know, right. if there's hip hop albums, they'll be grouped together because somebody offloaded a set of them or something. Yep. And so I'll see if I can find any of those groups. And then if I find something that catches my attention, that (laughs) stop and focus on that area for a while. Yeah. For me, when I, when I hit hip hop, like it's always, you know, is it the stuff that, you know, I was listening to during my up fetchings, you know, (laughs) 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 know, was it, you know, is it the, the, the nineties, you know, gangster rap or, or even the club rap and, and stuff like that. Or, is it the more um, modern indie uh, underground hip hop stuff that I got into, say after like 2000, you know? And, and so that's the kind of balance when I'm skimming through a, a hip hop uh, yeah. crate. Um, but similar to you, I'm also always on the hunt, you know, for a good electronic section, um, especially for anything that has turn of the century, like. You know, uh, drum and bass or, or techno or, or house music. Like I said, I was, if I'm always searching for the Hooge label, like yeah. if I see a Hooge, I don't, I don't care. I which, know a guy that knows I, a guy that might have some. I know a guy that has all of them and oh. he's lucky. I've never stolen them out of his house. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Very fortunate. I, I kept those. Yeah. I did see a craft work album. Out yeah, there today. Yeah, yeah. I've actually got it. Though. 
that was kind of cool to see. Yeah, yeah, but it, that one that we saw was in much better condition than mine. Um, I'm not even sure what kind of condition that record is in, but I know the sleeve, the sleeve that I have is all busted up. Mm. But yeah, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was all like, oh, David's going to look at that one. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of craft work, one of the DJs was playing that, uh, that acoustic version of uh, Planet Rock. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. I had never heard that before. It was like an analog version. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So good. So this is a Dayton-based record. This is um, Slave. What's the, the name of the, uh, the The album title is The Concept. The Concept. And for some, some interesting history on Ohio funk in general, check out our interview with Egyptian Lover, who came to us from the West Coast and schooled us about our own city a little bit. Right. <laughs> Which exactly. was pretty cool. Uh, at certain points, it almost sounded like he was scolding y'all. <laughs> yeah. right. Where's your documentary? Where yeah. is your What's documentary? What's going on? Why That's aren't you right. doing this? That's right. Y'all have no idea. Uh, this was 1978. 78. That's my vintage. <laughs> Still sounds all right. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a, but a lot of the stuff that we saw out there, it was all in. I mean, not all of it, but a lot of it was in really good shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Like some people were just there, like obviously selling pretty relatively cheap records. Right, right. And there were some people there that were really like trying to sell some like collectors collectors yeah. editions type of stuff. I haggled on most of the stuff. Everybody Did seemed you? pretty pretty willing Open to, to wheel and yeah. deal. I saw one table where it was like there was like a, a box of forty fives and it said fifty cents a piece or ten, or 10 bucks for the whole box. Whole box. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a garage sale. Yeah. Right, like, whatever. Right. Take it please. Yeah, no doubt. That's uh, yeah, it was yeah, awesome. it was a lot of fun, man. I, um, like I said, it was it was hard for me not to buy something. I mean, I didn't necessarily see anything that really caught my eye, but I was also just casually browsing. I didn't really go digging, digging because you know like yourself. I said, oh, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because like I said, I, I I knew if I found something that I was going to come home with more records, and I still have way too many to go <laughs> through. And so. you'd have been sleeping on the couch for the rest of the year. <laughs> Maybe not that long, but yeah, <laughs> getting a little uh, a little pressure. <laughs> we should probably get rid of all those records. I said I still need to go through them. <laughs> so it's funny that um, the we way do I enough pick threes for eternity based on <laughs> could do one every episode. But it's funny the way I found out about the uh, the record fair today mm -hmm. is Gina sent me a message and tagged you in the message saying, "Hey, you guys should go check this out." <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I totally forgot that. No, I remember. Yeah, I thought yeah. that I, 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 got the, I got the hint. <laughs> so like from, I was like, I just assumed that you were going to get a table and I was going to help you. I thought that's what that message was about. Oh, it, well, yeah. it, it was probably implied, and it was me, typical husband, just totally <laughs> glossed over it. Like <laughs> the, the the implied meaning was totally lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got, Mo? Yeah, let's stick with that kind of early 80s funk motif. We kept it pretty funky, I yeah. think, while we were there today. Well, it's easy to do. Yeah. It's easy to do, especially in our city and, and, and especially 
um, you know, given like there, given the the vendors that were there, you know, yeah. so like I I didn't see any that. Oh, 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 oh I love right? this record. What did I hand you, <laughs> Mr. Turlington? Word I. I was about to say, look <laughs> at the label. It looks like cameo from yeah. here, and I can't even. I didn't even know. That's the, the difference between. Back then and yeah, today, analog and digital, and, and being able to look at the record and and the label and know and that know what it is, at what, least what brand it was, right? right, what, right, right. Yeah. what artist or brand? But oh, God, I love this song. Bring the cod piece back. Like that is the most awful clap ever, but it yeah, works so perfectly with this track. Yeah, it oh, does. God. How pretty lady around the world. <laughs> yeah. No, Trip isn't doing any effects on this. That's actually how his voice sounds. <laughs> and when this was played on the radio, it's like it was the first time you heard it, like it caught your attention because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The, the tone was so different at the time. Of all the other like funk records that were being played in the early '80s, yeah, yeah, this I mean, was a the, roller skating jam. Yeah, I mean, and really, I mean, the the closest thing that this really, I mean, this kind of started to fall in that same vein that like Prince and the Revolution started moving yeah. toward Morris Day, uh, Morris Day, Day, Day time. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, yeah. I mean, but oh, such a good time, such a, a great sound. Like those keys in the background. Oh, yeah. This is that post. Eight or seventies disco, yeah, yeah. kind of new R and B, yeah, yeah. Like right as rap was starting to come on board, yeah. I mean, kind of take uh, taking like the newer technology that was coming around at that time. You know, I mean, like in all those keyboards and yeah. synthesizers and all that stuff, and and really implementing that, but still keeping true to the funk and all the just oh. <clears throat> it was a come really on, interesting baby. time for R and B at the time. Word up. <laughs> like, seriously, like, we should be live streaming this right now. Yeah. <laughs> All of us sitting here dancing in the chairs. So, our little white boy funk bands over here. Chair dancing, you know. Chair dancing champion. I'm telling you, it's why I DJ because I am white and I cannot dance. <laughs> so, put it on track two because uh, my, my wife had actually never heard that one, the next song we're about to play here. This is one of my favorite songs by Cameo. Yep. Same exact climate. Candy? Yeah, candy. Oh, Shay. Yep, Shay. Yep. I'm like, man, you guys sample this from somewhere. It just wouldn't click to me, and it just. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, some. uh, Is it duo? Or, or is it just, family? Is it just Shay? I mean, they're 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 family. That particular song though. Oh, that, that's, Shay? that's Shay and Leo. Yeah. Shay, Shay sang. And Leo, Shay so, sang. Leo produced uh, hip hop duo. that are friends of ours that yeah. sampled the song and made a really really cool really song good. Out of it. Yeah, yeah. So this uh, the group is Cameo and the album is Word Up. And uh, these two tracks that we played for you, they're kind of like their iconic tracks that were being played on the radio when this record was released. You know, I I was gonna say what about let's go all the way, but that wasn't that's not right. Sly Fox, Fox, yeah. (laughs) This bumper tone is. You're like the only other person I know who knows that song. Oh man, 
I'm surprised you know that song, yeah. Dave. That's impressive, brother. Nice. So I, I, I searched and searched and searched for that song for about three years. This is when I was stationed overseas. Yeah. Um, and I remember I was just, I was on a trip from Okinawa to Tokyo. Okay, well, it was a volleyball tournament, so it wasn't really a business trip or anything. <laughs> And I had taken some of the guys from my team down to the Tower Records in Tokyo, and we were just, you know, instead of records, it was CD digging. And I just was sort of just going through some stuff, and there was like this compilation, you know, of uh, late, eight, eight, late 80s, early 90s hits, and I found that Sly Fox, Let's Go All The Way track, and I was like, dude, I have been looking for this for like three years. <laughs> nice. And I probably paid about 30 bucks for one song. There was, a, there was an 80s rap song. It was... Um, the Boogie Boys, and it was Fly Girl. Remember yeah. Fly Girl? Yeah. Wasn't that sample? Was it? Yeah, I can hear it now that you say that. Yeah. I don't know where the sample came from, but uh, it, to me back then, I remember comparing those two songs in the '80s. But it was yeah, because let's the go sample all the way for Sly Fox was, all, was Fly Girl. Yeah, it was was taken back to like those old break school mm-hmm. or sorry, break dancing yeah. type breaks. Man, this is so good. That 80s clap. Oh. Oh. I mean, it's it's so horrible. Everybody like, used it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, everybody used it. I mean, it was, it was. It was terrible, but, like, it was it was indicative of the time, and it was, and it worked for, you know, the music that they used it yeah. in. Yeah, definitely. So I bought a pair of records. Oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. I bought a pair of records, volumes two and three of All the Breaks. And Tony picked this one up and was kind of looking at it. And then I, I picked them both up and got a deal on both of them. So, yeah, he was mentioning was, them to me as that it was funny it was, that he even bought them. Uh, right? Yeah. Because after yeah after I looked at them, I came out and I was sitting with with Trip and I'm like, yeah, there was these you know drum break records back there. It looked pretty cool. And yeah, it was awesome. like you, got them. you put them back down and I kind of made another lap and I picked them up and looked again i'm like it just curiosity took over so it's basically it even says on the back all the breaks volume two is an incredible addition to your sound library this record features an impressive collection of 100 original and sought after break beats sourced and remastered from the original records and then cut down to the essential parts (laughs) are they royalty free i you know (laughs) here's that's interesting thing about that on on the very bottom they're claiming that this is being released under fair use. Now, I don't know mm. if I believe that, but it says, note, all the breaks is intended for use strictly as an educational tool to assist in the instruction of sample-based music production. As such, the use of copyright material contained within all the breaks is allowed under the fair use guidelines of U.S. copyright law. They seem to think it's legit. So well, I don't know if it, case, it seems like it wasn't licensed, but they call it fair use. So. In that case, I'm going to need you to leave those here. <laughs> that way I can rip them. But it's, I mean, it's, it's fascinating. So each one of these has a hundred drum breaks. I don't know how wow. long they are, wow. but I mean, all kinds of there's cool in the gang. There's juice. Yes. Oh, wow. There's, let's see, James Brown. We've got Bowie's on here. Kenny Rogers. What? Funkadelic. Yeah, I was standing next to Dave when he picked those <laughs> out. Wow, yes. break. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, it's it's a lot of breaks. Yeah, it's all it's over all the place. It's all the breaks, I think. Yeah, so but I don't really. Kenny Rogers had a yeah, break. <laughs> I don't exactly know what to expect there, so just I pick a couple right. randoms and skip around, and it just it it was interesting. I'd never seen. 
See, I've seen records before. like this. I've got a couple down here that are just, but most of them are originals, you know, from yeah. beat makers. Yeah. You know, and, and some of them are a little bit more processed, a little bit more, you know, electronic or hip hop in nature. But, um, you know, so occasionally I'll, I'll rip those. Oh, oh, there you go. That's a D and B cut if I've never. It's already, it's already almost made. <laughs> Bear with me for just a second. Yep, pitch it up to plus eight, and you got yourself a D and B. Oh, yep, yep. <laughs> you do forty-five? It. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Do that again. East London masses. <laughs> That's James Brown. Oh no. <laughs> Dyke and the Blazers. So it's funny that we're listening to this. My oldest son came with me to the record fair, and uh, I decided to kind of talk to him about the Amen break a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I showed him this uh, video. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post it on the main page, but it's an 18 minute video just talking about the history of the Amen break. And, uh, so, 18 minute video to talk about six, six seconds. seconds yeah <laughs> the six the six seconds that that created that spawned two genres but the whole time he's listening he's like what just like his mind was totally blown so it was cool to see like a 17 year old kid yeah. who's heard music you know his whole life from me and being able to let him hear that six seconds from the winstons how it spawned you know drum and bass and early west coast hip-hop so then now he's like, so then after I, when I was getting ready to leave to come over here, I, uh, I dropped that copyright criminals on him. So he was watching that as I was leaving. He was just, his eyes were just like wide open. His ears were dialed in. It was Parenting super, wind. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was a proud father moment. All right, one trip find. <laughs> Let's see if I can hone in on it. Bunch of DJ nerds in here, like, yeah. oh, check out this five second clip. Ooh, check out this five second clip. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's exactly what I'm slow it down. To you yeah. guys. Uh, let's see. So, how far in is that? Uh, it's tough when there's 50 tracks on a side, <laughs> huh? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a CD where you could just hit fast forward. Uh, it's, it's on here, but it's got all three of the Lynn Collins think breaks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's in here somewhere. Yeah, there, there it is. Yeah. Woo! You got it. You got it. It takes two to make a thing go right. And that, like, even just the hi-hat from that yeah. part right yeah. there, like, tons of drum and bass users, uh, drum and bass producers use that as a... as just the hi-hat like i mean yeah. because it's it's got like just that perfect kind of shuffle to it especially for like liquid drum and bass I think, yeah shinoda used that on second and on i remember that piece it's at the very beginning yeah. <clears throat> yes very nice dave you might have just have lost that record yeah <laughs> both <laughs> of them tell him what he lost dave <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mo, you got something else cool in the pile there? Uh, gonna change it up a little bit. Change it up. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> not quite funky, but funky. I picked up a uh, tone loke looked after dark. Nice. <laughs> uh, and it's yeah. cool because the. Uh, 
it's got the dark side and the low side <laughs> for sides A and B. Right. Um, everybody pretty much knows Wild Thing. Oh, yeah. Wild Thing and uh, what um, was the other one? Funky Cold Funky Medina. Cold. Yeah, Funky Cold Medina. But uh, one that I've always liked was Loked After Dark. It's the third track on on the low side. Mostly because everybody knows the other. Yeah, the other two. Yeah, in yeah from previous shows, I've said that I was always the guy that listened to the entire record. Oh yeah, not just one or two tracks like a lot of my friends did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember this one being super tight. But you know, a lot of people recognize this uh, drum beat. I don't know what the original is, but Ice T used it on High Rollers. Never shedding no tears, but like a Uzi on the mic, they call me Tone. Come Just such a day. distinctive voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was a lot of fun. Like, I don't know that I would have ever put him, like, in my top anything, right? you know, list. But He was but more radio it, friendly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, when he came on, but it was a lot of fun. Like, when, when his tracks came on, yeah. I mean, it put a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it got you bobbing your head. And, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, I mean, I really love the Wild Thing video doing the play on the Robert, was it Robert Palmer? Yeah, Robert Palmer, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Simply irresistible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tone Loke, he's another one that uh, he's spanned the entertainment, you know, globe because, you know, voice actor. He's done right. a lot of Disney cartoons. Yep, yep. Um, also regular acting. Ace Ventura. Yeah, oh, he was uh, one right. of the detectives in yeah. Ace Ventura. Yeah. Get him, Pedactor. <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Yeah. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Yeah, for, for those of you that aren't following the, uh, no. the clips, it's from a movie called Ace Ventura. I believe it was one of Jim Carrey's first, first major movies, yeah, yeah. films. We need to get somebody like under 30 in here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it came out in the early 90s, I think. And We it, need to get somebody to like totally balance out. Like. Yeah. And, and if you've not seen it, it's it, it's a good 90, you know, 90 minutes where you can just turn your brain off. Oh, yeah. And it's just easily. And, easily. and pro- I think it's probably one of his that's the most comedies from the era. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is we're talking, you know, the same staple as the staple as the Dumb and Dumber films. Yeah. yeah. Uh was it were they Farley was it Farley Brothers or not? Pet Detective. I don't know if it was a Farley film or not. Yeah. But definitely, you know, if there's nothing on Netflix or Hulu, <laughs> just go ahead and, and, and cue that up. Grab a beer and enjoy. And let us know what you think. But please keep listening, even if you don't think well of it. Yeah. But don't watch the second one. The second no. the, the yeah. sequel was no good. Yeah. yeah. Or you're such an Ace Ventura hipster. Ace <laughs> Ventura purist. Right. And the mask was horrible. Yeah, when it was yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Cable guy. Couldn't stand cable guy. But that was really yeah. dark. Well, it, it, I and I have a dark sense of humor, so I can appreciate dark. Um, but the I couldn't get past the tagline, 
cable guy. Like, oh God, stop it! Just stop. Bro, it was one of those things that, like, pop pop culture things that happen. Everybody said it all the time. Yeah, right, suddenly, right? right. Yeah. I will give it credit though for probably one of the most epic sports scenes in a film oh, when yeah. they were playing basketball, and uh, he, I think he dunked on Matthew Broderick and teabagged him. <laughs> <laughs> He came out with the '70s era short shorts and the knees up to his uh, socks up to his, his knees, knees and the headband. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never heard Ice T's High Roller, check that one out too. Same drum line, real tight track. I've been spotting one in Mo's pile over there, and we have to listen to it. This one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You so what do you hold? What are you holding there, Mo? So right here, um, this is I will call this my find of the day. Uh, I will, I will openly admit that I am a huge Prince fan. Well, and, better be. And, I was going to uh, say you wouldn't have to be closed off to admit <laughs> that you're a Prince fan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when I found this, I was really excited. But it's a a 12 inch of Prince. You got the look. That's the one he did with uh, Roxette, right? No, is that? Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cool thing about it is the B-side is a track called Housequake, which, again, if uh, if you're one of those people that just would buy the albums just for the, you know, the, the hot track, you probably never would have heard this song. But uh, Sheena Easton was hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't no doubt. <laughs> and this track was just... It was banging. Mm-hmm. Was it hecka slamming? Oh. <laughs> that cowbell, though. Sheen Easton was killing the cowbell. Yeah. She was good with it. That single snare drum and the. <clears throat> I remember when this came out, my mom just played this over it's and a great over song. and over. Yeah. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> never seen a pretty girl look so tough, baby. <laughs> you got that look. Oh, yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> We're going to have to do a karaoke episode. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> like, crucial. <laughs> I think I want you. <laughs> this will be like one of those. Uh, one of those episodes where I have the actual music compressing us yes. <laughs> instead of us compressing the music. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> For the sake of our listeners. Yes. You got, the look. You got that look. It must have took, must have took a whole hour just to make up your face. I'm posting you on Instagram, Mr. Dingo. Holding the Prince album. Did I say it now? My face is red. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. <laughs> so good. So it's definitely good. a good find. Such Hell a yeah. great song. I say we roll out to that. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. World also, Series this, of Love. This record sounds great. Still. Oh yeah. 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 It's great. Great condition. Oh yeah, yeah. Good find, man. Well, thank you, Dayton Fair, yes, or Dayton thank, Record Fair. Yeah, Dayton sure. Record Fair. That was a lot of fun. I, was, I'm, 
the turnout was what really surprised me. Absolutely. I mean, there was just so many yeah. people. Yeah, you couldn't was, even walk It was elbow there. to elbow in that piece. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 Like, there's a lot of stuff that I know I passed over and skipped just because I couldn't wedge my elbows in there to, to get right. to it, which was kind of cool in a way. Yeah. 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 Good to see for little old Dayton that we had yeah. that great of a turnout for a record fair. Yep, absolutely. And thanks to all you guys listening at home for hanging with us and listening to our finds. And Hope putting up with it. our horrible karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even drinking. <laughs> so thanks for hanging and check us out on Instagram. Go to Instagram.com slash passionate DJ. Give us a follow. Check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash passionate DJ. Check us out on Twitter at DJ with Passion and follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash passion to DJ. Thanks for hanging out. Keep it funky. We'll see you next week. See you. Easy. Out. quick uh sasha had a uh remix contest i think circa 2002 2003 for air drawn dagger oh wow and that was the first remix contest that i ever entered nice (laughs) i did not win (laughs) (laughs) which which track was it air drawn dagger Dagger. so um so yeah if you want i can uh put that as our outro okay absolutely cool yeah um, you guys want to play some records? Let's do yeah. that.
sometimes you feel like you're just lost in oblivion. 